It's the New and Making Noise Podcast with Incognito, DJ Mrs. NA Plus. New and Making Noise Podcast. I go by the name of Incognito. I'm DJ Mrs. I'm A Plus over here in the cut. What's hey, up, y'all? What's, what's happening? It feel good to be in the building, man. I know that's right. Yeah, man. You always in the building. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You in the building, Come man. <laughs> sure. So who we talking to today, Ink? Uh, we're talking to David O. David O. <sighs> Vibes right there. Like, good Afro beats. For real. Mm-hmm. It's crazy because I feel like reggae really had day run. Yeah. But it was like back when Sean Paul and them was doing the damn thing. You know what I'm for saying? Sure. Just give me that line. Come on. He literally, he literally right. just did a joke mm-hmm. on that on his uh, Instagram. But now Afrobeats, I would say, especially in the South, like mm-hmm. it's crazy. Now, I, like up north, we really don't be fooling with it too crazy. I could say in Ohio, like Cleveland. Yeah. But if you go to like the DMV and areas like that, they they a lot more cultured when it comes to that. Yeah. So how y'all feeling about Afrobeats and it growing right now? I mean, over the last three years in the pandemic alone, you've seen it grow like crazy. We've had hits from not only uh, David O, but we had hits from Tim's. Tim's is like mm-hmm. her Wiz song, Kid. Wiz Kid. Can't forget Wiz What's Kid. What's my boy, Johanna? Jo- Afro B? That's Afro B. Afro B. Afro B. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's so many. Burner Boy. Burner, Burner Boy. The Cannot African forget. Giant. And these artists are massive, global artists. So mm-hmm. the fact that they're just coming through and they're headlining Madison Square Garden, selling out these venues, State Farm Arena, all these venues across the mm-hmm. country, mm-hmm. it's it's really the sound of what's happening right now across the globe. Yes. Definitely. I I agree with that. And I also feel like, do y'all feel like they kind of, not had a cheat code before they came over here to America, but they kind of had the cheat code because you had to work <laughs> on it a whole nother country. Over there. Yeah. It, it, you already yeah. on yeah. for real. Oh, so we got one. Bit. I'm going to take it to these <laughs> <boys over> here. <laughs> so do y'all feel like they kind of, is it a little bit harder for them or is it easier for them to come over to America and get busy over here? That's a good question. I feel like it's it's somewhat because of that fact that it's stamped already in another, you know, another country, another continent. Mm-hmm. It's It gives them that leverage because people now are, are kind of open to what's going on thanks to the internet, thanks to social media. Yes. So they're like, wow, I want to tap in what's going on over here in, let's say, Johannesburg. And then that may touch London. And once it touches London, people in New York and L.A. are starting to look at it. And then mm-hmm. the country just, you know, goes on it from there. So it's it's interesting to see it happen like that. I think it's it's easy for them to cross over because of that. For sure. I um my dude he loves UK rap in uh-huh. London. Y'all be y'all be on that? I only heard so much because of Drake. Because listen, <laughs> right. I'm telling you my dude he he cause he listened to the po- they podcast and everything and uh-huh. it's just like it's, we are all the same. True. We the same no matter where we at. As mm-hmm. black people, we're the same in no matter what country you go to. Yeah, yeah. But they are popping it a little different. Like, they not, you know, shoot them, shoot them, bang, bang. They gonna shank. Yeah, they gonna shank somebody. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna shank somebody out there. So they a little, they cut from a different breed, but it do be that accent a little. It be a little... Bro, mind them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't get it off. You got it. You came straight through. So like she'll be attending. <laughs> she'll be attending if it won't for the oxen. Like, like I feel you, bro. But I don't know if I could really rock with it. But I feel like they making their way over here, especially when it comes to drill music. Yeah, sure. They got the UK got it on lock when it comes to drill. They definitely do. Uh, I had a great time with David O as we sat down. One A plus. You just saw him in the uh, PD Blitz here in Atlanta, and he also did he perform. 
Um, we watched his, his highlight reel. So he was there, you know, kind of like, you know, going along with the song, but he didn't really like do, do a big performance stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was what was the vibe like? What was he talking about? You know. Um, he was really just talking about you know making making a big impact over the last year. Like I said, he sold out MSG. That was really a, a monumental thing mm-hmm. for him. So you know, talking about what he has going on, and also Atlanta I didn't notice was like his home for half his uh, life. He's yeah. been mm-hmm. here since yep. thing like turned fifteen or something like that. Yep. Shout out to the North Side. So yep. he told his story a little bit, and we all connected, and you know, he's got some good things. Coming Coming up. Yeah, he even's bringing his African festival here to Atlanta. Yeah, he says it's gonna come in, in November. November. State Farm Arena. So he's he's so when he was talking to us during this interview, all he was talking about was doing arena dates. That's yeah. where he's at. He like arena dates, arena dates, arena dates. He big time with it. I ain't man. One thing I will say, they know how to dress up over there. They coming. <laughs> they coming. Drip out. Ice <laughs> it don't matter because they hit that runway. Like, where is you from, bro? Mm-hmm. I think that's so dope. Um, who else did? Um, can, can I ask y'all this real quick though? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do y'all think that the, the success of the Afrobeat artists is that a challenge to our our stateside artists, Ooh, where yes. they're not selling out these arenas the yes. way that some of these artists are yes. global artists are? You know what I'm saying? Yes. And ah. he even spoke about his project. He said on this last project, he didn't use not one American artist uh, for a feature. Ooh we. So and it went at, up. Yep, yeah, and it went up. So he's over here having his way and his culture and his own genre yep. and selling out arenas. Now, no shade or nothing like that, but excluding a little baby, 21 Savage in a future, yep. who do we have? I mean, this is just rap. That's going to come arena. That can, who, can't, that can do arena. That's all I'm saying. So, you know, even to the listener right now, just think off top, who's somebody that's just going to pack that thing out right now? And not and don't state the obvious. Yeah, he already said the short list like Lil Baby, Twenty One, The Wizard, Drake. Yep, by themselves. And that's four. I, I'm trying to name number five. What's number like, five? What's number five? Beyonce, she on the Right. That's true though. And I dang, I ain't never even thought about that. But that's also kind of like them having the cheat code. Yeah, that's a fact. Because the African community is huge. Mm-hmm. In America, yeah, so it it's like especially, and they gonna support the people that that's talking what they know, For sure. that's talking what they feel. Uh, these sounds that they grew up on, like they could be sampling music from the past, and we wouldn't know. We like, damn, this shit hitting, right? <laughs> right, like it's for the first time. We wouldn't have a clue. We wouldn't have a clue. You know what I'm saying? But I think that's dope for them to be able to come over here and even let the African Americans know, like you know. Do your research. Figure out where you come from, cause yeah, this, so, this, so. you 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 damn supposed to be over here with yeah, us anyway. She asked Afro B. Mrs. asked Afro, not Afro B. She asked uh, my dog. We talking about David O. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, here talking about Afro B because we in that category, <laughs> right? But she asked David O. During the interview, she said, uh, "If you could say something to that young Nigerian girl, young Nigerian boy, what would you say?" And he was like, "Man, hey." Out of the 20 doctors, the best 20 doctors in the world, eight of them are Nigerian. He's like, we need more scientists. We need more lawyers. We need more doctors. So you guys go ahead and, you know, just study and show yourself approved in so many words. And I think that that was a great gem that he dropped during the interview. I mm-hmm. really enjoyed that part. Definitely. Know? I can't say, but over there, you know, they are built different. Yeah. Like, their mindsets on how they got to push forward is different. Like, even though their community is huge of black people, it's still like... I still gotta act like I I don't got nothing. Yeah, yeah. that's their whole mindset out there, especially from their parents. And he kept touching on his father, how his father wasn't playing. 
you know but I, I think it's dope I think it's amazing I can't wait till that African festival come here because the community the African community in Atlanta is huge they repping heavy too I, mean, <laughs> I see them like they're very <laughs> visible like very. It's, it's a great thing you know and what I'm saying you can't have a club night without getting the Afro beat set in and that's something that I had to get get learn real quick and that's yeah. something that's like once again something that's new I'd imagine over the last three four years in like hip hop and you know regular clubs like hip hop mm -hmm. R&B clubs you don't really hear that Prior to the pandemic, 2020, where it's almost like a staple now. That's you got true. to have it, or you it's a problem. When we used to be in the club, you had that New York set, yep. down south set, <laughs> they go to the West Coast set. Now you got to have that Afro B set. But I yep. it, was, it was a little reggae set. You'll have a little reggae set now because everybody on the reggae. Uh -huh. You throw a little Sean Paul, a little. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Little Sister Nancy, something Oof. like that. You throw that up in there, that's going to get the club going. But now it's more so like. Afro beats. I like to mix the reggae and the Afro beats together because oh, yeah. they, they flow perfectly. For sure. That's 1,000. Oh, man. So if you had to say your favorite reggae or Afro beat songs, who, who y'all going with? Let's come up with a list of five between us. My favorite Afro beat song got to be Burner Boy Day. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's a vibe. I'm going to stick with Burner like, Last, last, probably one of my favorite songs, yeah. period. Like, I could go word for word, and that's crazy. Mm -hmm. I had to look it up. I like Tim's. Uh, Bashir, give me one more so I can cheat. We got Bashir in here. <laughs> I'm going to have to say reggae, though. You going reggae? Yeah, I'm going with Vibes Cartoon, too. Vibes Free the world boss. World boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite reggae is uh, Sister Nancy, Bam Bam. Classic. Yeah. I like I like Spice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, spice gonna cut up. Yeah, you better be ready when that spice come on. Somebody might jump on your ass. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> go do some push-ups right now. No, for real, that's dope. I, I like, I've seen African parties, but I don't, I don't know if anybody party like Jamaica party. Yeah, they be in there doing WWE. I ain't gonna lie, for real. You getting power bombed on the dance floor on the, on the Jamaica party for real. Thunder River, thunderclap. They thunderclapping for real. I've nah, seen some African parties, and you know they got their dance moves and they kicking it, hot sweating, but Jamaicans, Jamaica? Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Throw me off the building. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they This is the New and Making Noise podcast. Come in, like, subscribe. We drop a new episode weekly, and we do appreciate your time. Y'all ready to get into this interview with uh, David O? Yeah. David o. I was go. having problems saying his name, like David O, David, David O. o. DeVito. Yeah, DeVito. <laughs> yes, I In this interview, though, he's, he's he going to tell down you how he got his name. The origin of it, y'all. Mm -hmm. Let's talk American-born. Come on. Nigerian-raised. Come on. Afro-beats legend. Let's get into it. the recording artist, David O. Posted on the corner. Period. What's happening? What's good? What's good? Man, this music, man. You keep giving us good music. Timeless, baby. Great. Timeless That's right. Music. Perfect title. <laughs> when it came time to title this project, how did you come up with the title Timeless? Um, I definitely wanted people to notice like a change in the music a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And we just came up because like the song I come out with when I perform, the song I introduce myself with I made that song 13 years ago mm. and it still gives me the same feeling so I just said like, it's timeless That's so true. we just stuck with it and we just love the whole theme uh, you know of just timeless in everything we do so that's how we stuck with it that's dope. Mm -hmm. So you've been in this industry for a minute working, okay? What is keeping you going and focused? Um, the money's good. Come on yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, but really like just the fans, you know what I'm saying? You feel like you're obliged to 
entertain. Like, how will I say it? Like, I, I feel like I'm obliged to deliver good music. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're performing and you have people messaging you like, oh, you know, I was in a really, really bad time in my life and your music helped. Like, imagine hearing mm-hmm. that. Right. You wouldn't want to stop. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And the more success you get, obviously, the more, you know what I'm saying, you want to get more and more. And, you know what I'm saying? When right now, I'm just about spreading the culture because what a time to be African, what a time to be alive. No, yeah. for real. You so know? what does that feel like that, you know, Afro beats? It's always been mm-hmm. hardcore. It's always been fun. But what does it mean to you now that it's really getting the recognition that it deserves? Um, You know what I'm saying? Like me, I, I, I am second generation, like my family that moved out here. Like I went to college. I went to HBCU. Woo-hoo. You know what I'm saying? For like two years in Alabama. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, and that's like 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I was coming like straight from Lagos, straight from Nigeria. Mm-hmm. So imagine me landing in an all-black right. school <laughs> and then people weren't really educated about how Africa really is. Mm-hmm. Like I had people asking me, um, how did you get here? I'm like, we have airports. We have, right. <laughs> you do understand? <laughs> Obviously, because they're not educated about, you know, how it really is. Mm-hmm. But I'm happy like now we have like, music the food the whole culture like you have people like going to find out where they're from mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so now it's like different you know what i'm saying people are more like familiar with the culture which which is yeah you attending the hbcu which one you went to oakwood university it's right by alabama a&m yeah it's a christian black christian school it's alabama a&m. Ain't that in montgomery <clears throat> no huntsville huntsville alabama. Yeah. wow you end up in alabama folks? i was in huntsville for two years <laughs> my dad didn't want me like close to the city because okay. he knew like I won't focus I really wanted to go to school in Atlanta but he like and he knew how they do music too and like mm-hmm. Atlanta and music go hand in hand you know what yeah. I'm saying so he sent me far far down Alabama <laughs> I used to come every weekend take the Greyhound to come see my cousins every weekend yeah. That's dope. like it was dope though. is that when you used to go to Club Miami and party with your <laughs> yo I was 15 in Club Miami outside <laughs> kicking yeah and it's crazy and I, I remember like always seeing Jay Nicks like hosting the club mm-hmm. on the stage and I'll just be looking like that's dope. It's dope to see like yo we do an interview and stuff. That's so tight. So that tour on the way. Hmm, July. Come yeah. on. Woo. What can your fans expect when you hit that stage? Yo, just know because even on like production alone, and that's what that's the thing about the genre getting bigger. Mm-hmm. You know, Afrobeats is getting bigger. It is. You know, so and, and I want to, you know, make it look good. You know what I'm saying? Because why, you know, so I'm spending over like hundred thousand dollars on my production Come alone. On. Stage, you know what I'm saying? Um full live band show. Um gonna be on stage for like three hours. Back to back hits. A lot of surprise guests. Man, what? It's, and it's all, all arena tour. Arenas only. Yeah. Come on now. You was just on the cover of Forbes. Congratulations on that. Thank you. What was that feeling like? How many copies you get? Uh, that was... <laughs> I think I got a couple copies. But that was so dope because, you know, me growing up and, you know, I come from a business family. Like, mm. my, my dad is a businessman. So just... You know, I sent it to him. I was like, ha, ah, daddy, I made Forbes for you. Right. <laughs> um, but it was just dope to see, you know, because I'm I'm actually business minded too. You know, we have a couple of businesses, you know, that we do apart from, you know, just, you know, music. And it was dope. They invited me to Botswana. There was like a youth summit. Mm-hmm. I spoke, you know, with the editor. That's it was dope. dope. It was really nice. That's Man, that. take me back to your very first studio session ever. Man. Hmm. What was it like? Was you nervous? I think I went to meet my cousin because my cousin was actually the one that was singing. Mm-hmm. And I was, and I've always been the youngest, you know what I'm saying, in my family. 
I'm the last born of five kids. And I grew up, you know, I was, I grew up so quick because everybody around me was old. So I went to meet my cousin in the studio one day and I see the setup and I'm, I was just so amazed of like, I was like, so this is how they do it. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Obviously, I like music, but I've never, I've never been in the studio. So just seeing how they recorded, that's, that's when I first fell in love with it. Mm-hmm. So I started as an engineer. That's what I, I didn't start as an artist. I started like mixing and mastering re- records. You know, that's how I started. And then from there, kind of just like fell into producing. And then from there, finally got on the mic. That's dope. So how did you find your sound? And how did you know that's something that you wanted to stick with? Because, so like people would come to the studio, right? And they would like, like artists would come to the studio. So let's just say like somebody's recording. I'd be like, yo, sing it this way. Or say it this way. Mm-hmm. So one day my cousin just came to me like, Yo, have you noticed something? I'm like, what? He's like, you're better than all these people that come. <laughs> come on now. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay. So I just, my first song I ever recorded blew up in Nigeria. The first song I ever recorded. Like, I decided to sit down and be like, this is my song. So from there, I just started doing it. But then I had school, so it was kind of, you know what I'm saying, juggling. I had to, like, pick one. It got to a point where, like, music got so big, like, I had to, like, pick one and stuff. Mm, so I heard from a, a little birdie gonna throw an African festival mm-hmm. November 18th come on, come on <laughs> the first one Af- I'm, I wanna do this yearly too mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying um, I think the Africans can call their own mm-hmm. that every November you know David O does a, and, and you know it's, it's gonna be so special to me because the synergy between the two cities this is, that's Atlanta and Lagos those are the two cities that shaped me mm-hmm. to the person I am today um, so I always wanted to do something in Atlanta at least every every year and also giving African artists opportunity to come out here mm-hmm. and, and you know showcase I was in the club the other night and they played like some artists in Nigeria they played a song so I texted him I'm like yo I'm in the club they just played your song like they was vibing to it he's like man only if you had the opportunity to come out here so that's what I want to do every year you know what I'm saying probably like the hottest artist on the roster every year switch it up mm-hmm. next day we might add an american just to you know culture right. clash mm-hmm. so it's, it's, it's gonna be dope it's gonna be real dope who's that artist oh like the artist that i wrote yeah that they are they are yeah. playing your song um his name is latin okay latin. Cool. so you put me down on something that's new right so yeah <laughs> latin. there are a couple new guys there's latin odumodu black it's going crazy so I want to just, you know, have the opportunity to, you know, have a channel to bring them over here to perform and stuff like that every year, once a year. Bro, what was your very first tattoo? This one. My mom's name. Yeah. Were you young? Yeah, I was like 15. Did you have to hide it? Yeah. I had my tattoos for my dad for like two years. For real? No, for long, long, <laughs> yeah, for like three years. He didn't know. So, because I, I, I only come home on when I'm off school. Mm. So Christmas break, so I had to wear, I buy a lot of long sleeve shirts. <laughs> <laughs> so I always wear long sleeve and all he does is he goes to work and comes back. So I only see him twice a day right. when he's going and when he's coming back. So I'll just make sure I will. So one day I went to the club, came back drunk. So I'm like, so obviously I didn't wear the long sleeve to the club. Right. So I came back, so I'm like, ah. Oh. I'm tired, so I slept off on the couch oh. with no shirts. <laughs> and at this time, I had the sleeve, I had my chest. Just woke up. What's this? I said, ah. <laughs> and I was like half sleep. I was like half sleep. So I was like telling him, like, uh, I was like, Daddy, no, no, it's like it's fake, it's fake. So, <laughs> Not it's fake. Yeah, it's, it's fake. So listen, so he calls me like three days after, 
right, to his room. And he's like, oh, that he just bought some shirts from Italy that should try it on and see if it's my size. <laughs> yeah. so, so I love my shirts. And now, up my chin, and I said, ah, she said this thing is fake. It's still on your body. I said, okay, it's tattoo. Now, why are you spoiling your... So that's how he found out about my, my tattoos. <laughs> but I was hiding everything from him, even the music. I had a whole studio in my room. He didn't know. Yeah. Like a you whole had to music. show Pops you was focused on what he needed you to be focused on. Yeah, he on. wanted me. He's all about school. Yeah. School and church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where it worked, because you made the fours. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> so what else are you working on that you could tell us about? Um, Apart from the tour, I'm, I'm really focused on, you know, really promoting the album right now. Definitely. And focusing on the tour, you know, production on the tour. or working so hard for it. Mm-hmm. Um. I have a docu series coming out too this year. By yeah. the grace of God, this year or next year, we're still finalizing that. And you know, like I said, um, I'm really just big on really promoting the culture. Sure. I'm so happy where the where the culture is right now, and I really want to really show the Western world, you mm-hmm. know, what Africa is really about. Yes. And that's why I'm doing things like the the, the festival, doing things like this, this docu series I'm doing. Yeah as well um also having a big festival in um lagos as well oh yeah you know? that's gonna be dope so it's gonna be dope for sure so mm-hmm. it's all this spotlight on you how do you protect your peace man boy it be sometimes it just be a lot man mm-hmm. like and i just be like okay just breathe just breathe but funny enough most times i'll be having because i travel a lot mm-hmm. so i have like most times to think and reflect on the plane you know what i'm saying because when i'm on ground i'm always always like something you know what i'm saying except, except i'm like home mm-hmm. with my wife but most times like on the plane reflect catch up with family mm-hmm. you know how it is like even like my i don't get you know to spend much time with my family because mm-hmm. you know i'm always on the road right you know what i'm saying because the 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 best part i like about my job is touring mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying I'm really into like performing and seeing people you know react to the music and stuff like that but yeah it gets it gets it gets a lot sometimes you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying What's your favorite place to travel when you're on tour? Or oh, perform or travel? Oh, uh, I love Paris. Paris. I love Paris, man. It's like I like being in Paris. I love South Africa. Mm. <sighs> Amazing place. Love love the A. You know, I like LA. LA be too much sometimes for me, though. You know what I'm saying? Especially like with work, you get distracted and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I love New York. I'm a city guy. I like, you know, fast. I hate food. I don't like slow, slow, slow. Right. <laughs> I'm a city guy. Ghana, too, is real nice. I think anybody that's going to Africa, you know, Ghana. I'll say go to Ghana before you even go to Nigeria. You know, go to Ghana and then come to Nigeria. But I like everywhere. That's I don't like the cold. I don't like it. Anytime it's winter, wherever it's winter, no, Mm-mm. no, no. <laughs> I want to be on. I'm That's going. why we ain't see him in Cleveland. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Cleveland. Yeah, I did a show. I, I did a show in Cleveland years back. Yeah. Crazy, Ohio, right? Cleveland. Yeah. Yes, yes. Did a show in Cleveland. You know. When it came to artistry, how did you come up with your name, David O? So my dad gave me that name because I was very when I was young. I was very stubborn, like ADHD, crazy. Like I couldn't even drink Coke. Like. Coca Cola. The sugar no, get to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my mom used to have to tie me, like tie my hand to her hand type stuff. <laughs> so any anytime like anything happens in the house, my daddy anything if it, if a glass cup falls, my daddy will shout, David. Like he just knows it's me. So David oh, David oh, David oh. So that's just like calling me David do, David do. Like the old was like, oh. Like, damn, oh. sit down somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so David Doe, David Doe. 
So uh, when I was like thinking of artist name, I was just like, I'm just call myself Davido. My dad called me that. So salute the pops, man. Right. Pops got his thumbprint everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, man. That's my mentor. <laughs> That's what's up. So do you have any other dreams that you want to accomplish outside of music? Outside, I'm, um, yeah, definitely. Um, I want to go into politics like later on in life, mm-hmm. not now though, but like later on. Um, cause I I'm very <clears throat> in tune. Like my favorite channel is CNN. Like, people know in my house, I always watch the news. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I read, like, newspapers. Like, I'm on, like, that part of my life, I'll be an old man. Like, <laughs> I love, like, politics and... You gotta more, know what's going on around you, though. Yeah, yeah. With everything going on. But, <clears throat> and that's, like, the second phase of, like, my life that I always planned. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Eventually, because uh, people say I'm a good leader, so I'm like, you know... I know, that's right. It'll be cool to, you know, lead a couple yeah. people. <laughs> um, and not only that, just, like, even just... In, you know, help help the culture, help the country. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, anything I could do. That's mm. right. If you had a superpower, what would it be? Uh, I want to be able to disappear and appear anywhere I want. Yeah. I'm in the bank, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Every morning, poof. Yeah. <laughs> If you could change one thing about this industry, what would it be? Um, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. My industry is just always be the industry. I feel like people complain about the industry when they when when they career not. Come on, talk about it. <laughs> Yeah. He said, I'm popping. I don't know. Shit going good for me. Nah, yeah. That's being real. You know what I'm saying? Like, even when people be complaining about labels, I'll be like, Shit, I'm good over here. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? I, like with me, like what I learned, I feel like don't force nothing. You know what I'm saying? Um, like me, I want to make music if we friends. Like I'm not even trying to get in the studio and then you have sending me lawyers and then right. we're not even gonna perform the song together the song come out you're not promoting it like you know what I'm saying that's like my only thing like if you're gonna work you know what I'm saying that's why like I appreciate people like Chris mm-hmm. cause Chris work with you he's going all the way he's doing video challenge with you he's reposting he's bringing you out on tour you know what I'm saying so <clears throat> I kind of you know what I'm saying through my years in the industry mm-hmm. in like before Afrobeats really really popped off now it's like the other way around you know, before it was like a thing that ah, I want to feature an American artist. You know what I'm saying? Now my highest charting album don't even got one American artist on it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it's just beautiful to see that, you know, we can stand on our own yeah. and stuff like that. You know, yeah. do our own shows, our own festivals, our own billings. Um, but yeah, that's really it about the industry. Yeah. What's your favorite Ratchet song right now? What you like that's Ratchet? Pounce, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mess up that us guys would be singing it. No, I'm not I, 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 I always say, I, what I say, like, Yo, bro, as a woman, good. if you got a hit and men sing it, that's how you know you got a yeah. hit. <laughs> and for guys, if, if for guys, if, if girls sing it, that's how you know. That's how you know. But like, we was in a club the other day, so and every time the girls are like, hey, like, what song is this song? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then I saw the video on YouTube. I'm like, wow. Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> Bro, out of everybody that's in the industry and your celeb friends, who's someone that you can call on to be more vulnerable with and just share stories with? Um, hmm. Let me see. Probably only Chris, really. 
I used to be, no, I, I, no, see, I used to be <laughs> Casanova, Casanova. That's um, locked yeah, up right yeah, now. That's my man. He came down to Nigeria. He was in Nigeria for like two weeks. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm, I'm friends with everybody, really, but somebody I can like, we FaceTime and talk. Mm -hmm. Chris, yeah. That's dope. So what advice do you have for like the African boys and girls that have a dr have dreams they want to accomplish yeah. but don't know where to start? Like if you go on Google and you type like the best doctors in America. Come on. Like top top 20, like eight of them are Nigerian. Mm -hmm. So imagine, like those are people that got the opportunity to escape. Okay, let me not say escape. It's not that bad. But got the op opportunity to, you know, come out here for med school per se and, you know, do the work. Um, so it's just like I know that so there's so many creatives. That's what I was telling you about me, like opening this creative house. How I want to, you know, be able to explore, um, exploit, you know, all these creatives and be able to, you know, um, bring them over here because they don't get the opportunity. So imagine how many more doctors and lawyers and scientists mm -hmm. that are stuck in Nigeria and can't travel. Mm -hmm. So that's something like we're trying to work on. Like there's something. In, Back in the days, my the village my mom used to live in, every year all the villagers would come together and donate money to the smartest students mm. to travel out and get a better education. So that's something like, you know, what we want to do. You know what I'm saying? Opportunities have like um even down to coding, everything, anything that you think you can do. Mm. You know, just like for example, just like like how Kai West has done the, the academy, the school in LA. Something like that. That's right. If you could tell your fans one thing, what would it be? Man, the support has just been amazing. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't have even, you know, gather the strength to be able to do my job again. You know what I'm saying? You know, the fan love, the people around, all the supports. Man, it's just been overwhelming. You know what I'm saying? The tour is going crazy. We dropped yeah. tickets. And in 24 hours, 40% of the tour sold out. Come on. Congratulations. Crazy. You know, we were adding second dates and stuff like that. Mm. So I'm just happy, you know what I'm saying? Happy to be able to just do my job again. And, you know, chilling. We're in a better place now. All right. So what advice do you have for yourself right now? Man, I'm, I'm straight, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Just for myself, you know, I'm proud of myself. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Proud of myself, for sure. I'm a hard worker. You know, I've been up since 6 a.m. Come on now, <laughs> working. Mm -hmm. 6 a.m. And yeah, just keep working and just keep believing and keep doing what you're doing. The world is proud of you, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Yes, it's the New and Making Noise podcast. Like, comment, and subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts and online at urbanonepodcast.com.